Welcome to So Here's the Thing, where we share candid conversations that lift the veil on what it takes to find success, even if that means sharing a few unpopular opinions. I'm your host, Leili Amati. Grab some coffee or a cocktail, and let's get real. Hey friends, today's episode is so important. No matter what kind of creative entrepreneur you are, there are always ways to elevate your client experience. And a real pro in this arena is the one and only Sammy of Sammy Catherine Photography. Sammy's a wedding photographer in Dallas. And full disclosure, she is a good, good friend of mine. I'm so lucky to have her in my life. And honestly, seeing the way that she treats her clients always inspires me to continue to find ways to elevate my own client experience as well. So I'm really excited to have her on to talk with us about how she consistently looks for new and creative ways to bring this kind of client experience up and make sure that she's serving her clients well. Sammy, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? I feel like introducing you is really hard because I know you so well, but I'm excited to hear what you've got in store for our listeners. Tell us a little bit about your journey, a little bit about yourself, and maybe tell us like why it's so important to you to have client experience be so elevated. Yeah, Lily, thank you for that intro. That was so kind. Um, I'm so lucky to have you in my life and I'm excited to be here to talk about this. I feel like I could talk about client experience and uh, fun ways to to figure out how to love on our clients really well for a long time. So I'm glad that we're getting to talk about this today. Um, Yeah, like you said, I'm a wedding photographer here in Dallas. I have a background in the arts, but not usually in a way that people usually expect. I have a bachelor's and master's degree in music performance, and my first job after grad school is actually working for a professional orchestra. Um, So all during that time, I was building my photography business and eventually decided to transition to full-time and just can't believe what a gift it's been to be able to do this for a living and get to work with clients to celebrate the big milestones in their life. And I just love my job, and I'm so lucky to get to do this. I feel like my background as a musician has served me well as a photographer. Um, And I'm sure you agree as a dancer lately, you know, all artists have to be entrepreneurs to be successful, have to find ways to communicate the value of the arts and have to find ways to be adaptable and resourceful, to be creative under pressure. And I think all of that just ties so well into coming up with a client experience that is constantly evolving and that just serves your clients and loves them well. That is so beautifully put. I totally agree. Uh, I really do. I think that it's interesting coming from a completely different background and, and being able to apply those same tools and resources into your business and into the way that you run your business and the way that you serve your clients. So I'd love to like dive right in and, and tell us a little bit about like what sets your client experience apart and how do you go about creating a client experience that is really intentional and thoughtful and just really elevated without necessarily, I guess my biggest question right off the bat is how you go about doing all of that without making it look exactly like what everybody else is doing. Because I think that that's something that I've seen consistently be questioned in our creative communities is like, I really want to give all of these people gifts and stuff, but they kind of think it's just about the gifts. And they're like, what gifts do you give? And then everybody is kind of giving the same gifts. So, so I guess my question is like, how do you get started in setting up your client experience beyond just gifting? And like, how do you make sure that you're doing it in a way that is different than what everybody else is doing? Yeah, that's such a good question. 
I think one of the most important parts about the client experience is that it needs to be really authentic and genuine. So I guess the, the first step is really knowing your why, like the why behind your business and knowing your brand, because reminding ourselves of that and why we started our business in the first place will remind us why it's worthwhile to build that experience and to invest in the process of making it outstanding. Um, if we have a clear purpose and a clear brand and a clear why, I think it is a good place for us to start so that we can be really authentic and genuine and not just do what we see other people doing, but find ways to be creative and unique that fit well for us so that it can flow genuinely into our relationships with our clients. I also think that serves us well long-term um, to attract the clients that are right for us. If we're communicating our purpose and brand really clearly, we're attracting the clients who are going to get the most out of the experience we create because they fit with our brand and our business really well. I also think it's just important to, in your own industry, recognize why client experience matters. From my perspective as a wedding photographer, my clients are going through the stressful process of planning their wedding. Um, and I think it's my job to find ways to restore that joy of wedding planning, reminding the couples that their relationship is so important and so unique and that their marriage is what is really beautiful. And I know that pain point can look a little bit different for different industries. So for a brand designer, guiding your client through an experience of figuring out specifically what their purpose is, how they can create a brand that serves their clients really well from start to finish. So yeah, I think that's why, you know, client experience is really important and it's a good place to start to, to define your brand, define your purpose, and that will help you figure out what sets you apart. I love that. I think it is really important to spend the time in that, like you said, not only for the client experience, but also to make sure that you're attracting the right people to you. Um, what are a few, do you have a few tips for us for people to be able to kind of like start that discovery process? Yeah. I mean, I think the, the first kind of step would be to evaluate the client experience that you're already providing. Something I try and do kind of quarterly to just really hone in on what I'm currently giving my clients is to write down just step-by-step step every single experience or every single element of the experience that my couples are being provided with. Um, so from start to finish, from the way that they inquire all the way to the way that they receive their final product. So literally writing out every single step, being really detailed, but also not judging what I'm writing down. Just this is what they do. This is what happens. Just that first step of getting it all on paper can just be helpful. And then the second step of kind of going through and evaluating and visiting each step and saying, what are ways that I can improve this process for them? Um, and I actually think this is super fun. It's just fun to kind of get to brainstorm and be creative. And the sky is the limit of like, how could I serve my clients better? And then like you said, being authentic and genuine and unique. I love how you talk about the zone of genius when it comes to being an educator. And I think even though I wouldn't classify myself as an educator, I think that that applies really well um, to the experience that we can give our clients. We all have a unique quality that we bring to our work that makes us distinctively equipped to care for them well. So this step of kind of brainstorming, how can we harness our zone of genius and share it with our clients? If that's in providing resources or education or creative gifts to set them up for success so that they can get the absolute most out of their experience for us. 
So I love just kind of brainstorming, getting it all on paper, walking through each step. And then the last part of this exercise would just be to be really tactical and reasonable and write down specific things that you can do, you can do to improve the experience your clients have. Obviously, the, the first priority in this is to serve the client and to care for the client and love them. But I also think there's like a really good opportunity for us to have fun and remind ourselves why we love doing what we do. So I just think it's like a good chance for us to be like, what is it that will bring my client love and also be really life-giving to me? So those can be really specific steps, things that you can do, change your client experience, and whether it's hiring a designer to redesign your website because it's hard to navigate or signing up for HoneyBook or some sort of client management software that makes communication more streamlined. Just there are so many different things that we can do or, you know, partnering with a gifting company to do branded, really intentional gifts that make your clients feel loved and known. There are so many different things that we can do to just reevaluate that client experience and make it really special. Yeah, I totally agree. I feel like it's, it's interesting because I think a lot of people think that by saying, oh, I need to elevate my client experience, like, like I talked about in the beginning, um, they think about like gifting, which is really important. But all the things you just mentioned are such easy, small steps that any business owner can take to elevate that experience. Your, your experience is like, I would say any touch point that somebody has within your business. And so I think it's really important for people to sit down and, and map it out, like you said. And it's so funny because the things that you mentioned are like, to us at this point, kind of like, of course you would have like a CRM, like HoneyBook or Dubsado or whatever that can make it really easy to navigate communication with your clients. Or um, of course you would have a website that's easy to navigate, but a lot of people don't even think that communication, email messages, having everything in one place is part of the experience, but it is. And a lot of people don't think that having that, um, you know, up-leveled website and web experience is part of their client experience, but it definitely is. It's like their first impression of you. And it's where people that they are going to be talking about you with, they're going to go and look at your website and that's going to be part of another perspective client's experience. So I really appreciate you mentioning those things. Um, and I do love, I love gifting obviously. And so do you, and we both partner with the same local to Dallas gifting company. It's called loved and found box. By the way, if you're not in Dallas, you can order custom gifts from anywhere and they'll send them out to you. And it's amazing because that way, like you said, there's that custom branded touch point of like, I have put this gift together for my client in particular. And my gift box will look very different than your gift box because you're working with couples as a photographer and I'm working with students as an educator. And so of course the things that go into it will be vastly different and our brands will look vastly different. So that in itself will set itself apart. But, um, what are some other, I, I just love like this list. I love you going through your, like your list of all these touch points. What are some other like undervalued touch points would you say in your opinion, or like maybe underestimated places that people can be putting their time and resources um, into right now? Yeah. Well, I do think I obviously, of course, I think that gifting is really important. And I do think that that's something um, we could do more. And I think it's something we, we do undervalue quite a bit because it does make people feel so loved and cared for to have a handwritten note and a gift that was chosen intentionally, especially for them. But I think if you look if we took an example of for a photographer, an engagement session, and you look at each 
each component that happens in that engagement session from the first moment that they inquire in your website to scheduling their session through Calendly or through some other scheduling software, preparation that you give them before their session of providing them with resources for how to choose the best location, um, what to wear so that they feel their best. And then they show up and you show up on time and you really give your all. And throughout the session, you're really encouraging and you're telling them how great they look they're looking and you're posing them and making them feel really confident. And then right after the session, you send them a quick text, just saying how much you loved getting to spend time with them. And the next day you send them a sneak peek and then you deliver their gallery early, just every single part of the experience, making sure that you're over delivering and really thinking through how to care for them. Well, I think that helps build that trust and relationship, which I feel affects the way that they experience their final product. So when they get their final gallery and they're looking through the images, they're going to feel the emotion that they felt during the session. And it's going to be a really positive one versus if you show up late to the session and you're kind of tired and you just sort of let them pose themselves and then you deliver the gallery on the deadline, it's going to be such a different experience. Just the same way, I just went through the process of rebranding with Sarah Ann, and she was so thoughtful through the whole experience that I had with her. Of When I booked with her, I got a bottle of rosé to celebrate the fact that we were going to go through this journey together. And then she went through a guided questionnaire with me because I didn't know the things that I needed to know. So this questionnaire just kind of helped me think a little bit creatively about how I wanted this process to look. And she guided me through the process of building a mood board. And she had all of those steps in place. And then once the final product was completed, she sent me a gift box with branded note cards with my new brand on them and just things that made me so excited. And now when I look at my brand and my website, not only do I like the way it looks because I like her work, but I also feel the feelings that I got from my relationship with her throughout the experience of one of being overly cared for and really heard and just so much attention to detail. And I felt cared for as a client. So I think just really valuing each touch point you have with your client is just so important. I'm so glad that you brought that up. Actually, I jotted down the note to bring up that we both had our brands and websites designed by Sarah um, of Sarah and design and how she does a really good job of being super intentional with it. And I kind of, we should have brought her on this conversation because I know she has a lot to say as well, but um, I, I was lucky enough to see kind of the process from a designer standpoint of adding in all of those extra gift touches. Cause she's always been really thoughtful with um, questionnaires and chatting through. We're actually going through my second rebrand with her, which is crazy. We, she did my brand several years ago and now we're going through the process again. And so it's interesting to see kind of what's grown and what hasn't, but I do think it's important to be like ever evolving with it and to constantly be looking at what you can, what you can do. I also totally agree with you on the photography standpoint of things. Anybody, I feel like that's a really great example, even for non-photographers. Almost all of us have had our photo taken at some point in time. So if you're sitting here listening, think back to the last time you had your photo taken and think about that experience and how it, it impacted and affected the way that you viewed your photos later. I teach this all the time as well, Sammy, and I'm really glad that you brought it up because I, the last, not the last time, a few 
photo sessions ago in the last couple of years, uh, my husband, Tim and I got our photos taken and I will never forget. There was a photographer that we used who has amazing work and she's a lovely person, but there was no posing. Like we were not being posed. I was not being prompted. I was not being guided. I wasn't being like, it wasn't being reinforced that I was doing a good job. So I felt very uncomfortable and I really didn't love the photos. And then a year later I look at them and I'm like, oh, those were good photos. I wonder why I hated them so much. And I think you're right, Sammy. I think I hated them when I first got them because I just remembered feeling so awkward. I remember Tim getting kind of frustrated. I remember being really uncomfortable. And if you saw them, you'd be like, oh, they're great. You guys look great. But when I see them, all I do is I feel those feelings of like discomfort. So, and and I wouldn't necessarily have tied that in with like the quotable client experience. So I really appreciate you bringing that up. Yeah, I, that is so true. I mean, every single interaction that a client has with us, they should come away from it being like, man, she really cares about me and wants to serve me well. And then, you know, ultimately they'll be happier with the final product, which again, like that is the goal is to serve our clients well. But on, on the business side of that, if a client is so excited about their experience with you, they're more likely to want to share and want to refer you to other clients who are similar to them. So you'll continue to build up that ideal client just by serving your clients really well and doing your job really, really well. The branded gift that I do with Loved and Found Um, So many of my brides will share that on Instagram of, look, my photographer sent me this great gift. I'm so excited to work with her. Look at this great gift. It's so beautiful. And then they'll tag me and their friends will see, oh, this is the wedding photographer she hired. Oh, look at the thoughtful gift that they received. Oh, let me click the tag that they posted and look through her work. And so it just, it makes sense from the business perspective, even if you're not convinced that it it makes so much of an impact um, on the client side. Absolutely. And I think there's something to be said for building up that loyalty as well. Uh, Anytime I work with somebody who continually follows up or, you know, sends, sends a little something, even if it's just a handwritten note in the mail later, whether I share it right then or not, I'm more likely to shout them out whenever there's a possibility to kind of continue to be that brand advocate and continue to share about them for years to come just because you had an amazing experience. And so you're really loyal to that person. I'm just making your clients feel less like a transaction and less like just kind of like, you know, you're paying me and I'm going to do my job and then that's it. Like there's nothing really wrong with that, but you're also leaving money. Like you're leaving basically free marketing on the table. At the end of the day, our goal should be to build up that kind of base of brand advocates and base of, you know, just people who are willing to spread your name and to kind of like sing your praises whenever possible. And so that I think everything that you've kind of listed out are really, really tangible ways that people can immediately start putting those into, into action. Do you have any other like little points you want to touch on or some action steps or action items that people can take when they're working on elevating their brand experience before we get to your unpopular opinion? I guess it might be fun to share like a few of my favorite resources for gifting, if that would be. Yeah, I would love that. Well, like we mentioned, Loved and Found is definitely just my favorite source for custom curated on-brand gift boxes. They just do a really great job of Uh, having unique products that will just love your clients well um, and also just being on brand so that the entire experience you provide your clients is really cohesive. Some of my other just like little favorites, 
I have in the past gifted my clients paintings of their wedding bouquets, which not only is it just like a fun thing to get in the mail, a painting of your bouquet, it's also great to just be able to support other artists. Um, so Jennifer Seibert and Rachel Wadlow are two just really awesome artists who I've worked with on the past to do that. And we will link all of these in the show notes so that if you guys are listening and you're like, I need to go look this up, don't worry. We've got you covered at so here's the thing Um, and then a few other just fun, fun places that have beautiful art or home decor. Um, simply Jessica Marie, who I know has been on the podcast before, just has such beautiful items. Um crests and home home items that make really, really good gifts for clients. And then gift and garnish, which um, I know is you and Sarah Ann's baby, just such fun gifts. I just think sending things that are tangible to your clients in the meal makes them feel so cared for. During all of this craziness that we are in right now, I have been sending some of my clients tips, treats, if they're having to postpone things, sending them cookies. Greetable has just like really fun and affordable small gifts, personal wine. If you want to send wine or champagne as they pop, pop some champagne to open their final product or their final gallery. There are just so many ways that you can kind of be creative and find companies that you want to partner with and that you want to support that kind of um, coincide with your brand and work with the experience that you want to provide your clients. Just like we talked about in the beginning, Lily, I think um, there are ways to be unique and to be consistent with your brand that will set you apart from others and just be really authentic and help you to build that trust and build your relationship with your clients. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. I, I really appreciate the fact that almost everything you list, I think everything you've listed is a small business or an artist or an entrepreneur themselves. And that means a lot to me as well. Cause I really think that we do have a responsibility to, to lift one another up. And so I love that. And we'll link all of those things in our show notes for you guys. Okay, Sammy, it's time for your unpopular opinion on client experience. My unpopular opinion on client experience is that it's worth the time and the financial investment to provide clients with intentional gifts, special touches, and thoughtfully curated resources to complete their client experience. Ooh, I like that. Tell us more. Tell us about like, what about that is super unpopular in your opinion? I think sometimes we can be tempted to think that the extra bells and whistles and the extra financial investment, the extra time it takes to do these things, that it doesn't matter too much if we're delivering a great product, that that's all that counts. But I think that they really do matter. They matter to the long-term relationship that we have with the client. Uh, it matters to their desire to refer us and how they feel about us. Um, and like we talked about, I think it matters to the way that they experience um, their final product. So whether it's a gift box with a handwritten note when they book or cookies delivered to celebrate a project completion or a free guide or resources, I think it's worth the money and it's time well spent to go above and beyond for our clients. I 100% agree with that. I, I have to say in my own personal experience and even in the experience of like coaching clients that I've had that I've convinced to invest like a, a decent chunk of money into their experience, even if they were hesitant, they have always seen a return on it. I've never had somebody come back and be like, oh, I really wish I hadn't set that $100 aside for each client. Um, it hasn't paid off. That has never happened. Almost every single time they've been like, 
that was the best marketing money I've ever spent. Because at the end of the day, in my honest opinion, there is no marketing better than word of mouth and referral. There's just no marketing better than that. You can't, no Facebook ad will make up for that. I think there, there will never be any paid resource that you could invest in that will take the place of people referring people. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you agree with that. Yes, I agree with that so much. Yeah, I definitely do. That makes me feel bad. I took a real strong stand. I was like real strong about it. And then I was like, watch Sammy be like, um, no, I'm just kidding. No, I mean, if you, and if you love the clients that you're working with, the clients that they are going to refer to you are going to be clients you love as well. So it just, it makes sense. Absolutely. Oh, thank you so much for coming on, Sammy. You're amazing. And honestly, like seeing your business grow and flourish and seeing the way that your clients love you is, is truly motivating, I think, to any small business owner. So you guys make sure to go give Sammy a follow, follow along with her, go check out her resource library on her website. Like I said, we'll link it for you guys. She's amazing. Thank you, Sammy. Thanks, Laylee. For show notes and resources mentioned on today's episode, head to so here's the thing podcast.com. And if you're enjoying the podcast, I'd love to read your review on iTunes. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll catch you in the next episode.